0: you know, at country fair, they always say people like say to each other, like, welcome home. I just feel like it's, it's totally my family reunion too. like above all else. It's like, I go there. It's like the one vacation that I take every year. Um, and it reminds me like how fun working hard can be. And as someone who's like very anti-capitalism, I like get out there. And I'm like, I am ready to work. Like I will do anything for these people. And then it just like, it just like resets. It just like reminds you like working hard can be fun. Like I have this amazing network of people I've somehow made my way into. And um, it's like, it it refreshes my gratitude for the year. And I think a lot of people would share that sentiment.
1: I, I agree. I agree. It really um <laughs> puts a a defining point for me um, on the on the phrase to be of service, but to also be of purpose. It, it gives us a way to um, take what we practice here at the clinic, which is client-centered trauma-informed care, and take it outside of the workday and put it into something that is so enjoyable, but still allows us to be making a positive contribution to our community.
2: You're listening to Whitebird Mutual Aid. I'm Hannah Francis. We speak with volunteers and staff of local nonprofits and social service organizations about how their service fits into our society and the underlying issues that bring about the necessity for their services. But this episode is a little different. It's almost July again in so-called Eugene, Oregon. And you know what that means. Oregon Country Fair is back. The Oregon Country Fair is a gathering of music, dance, vendors, and entertainment that comes together for three days every year to enjoy the summer. There are about 300 different booths offering massages, tarot readings, food, and art, pretty much anything else you can think of. The event is located on Kalapuya land in so-called Venetia, about 12 miles directly west of Eugene. OCF is officially a fundraiser that donates its funds to other nonprofits every year. I am joined by Teresa and Mary from Whitebird Clinic's own fundraiser, Cleveland Chicken.
1: My name is Teresa Boudreau. I am the interim program coordinator for the Nest program. I use she, her pronouns, and I have been with Cleveland Chicken since 2009, and I'm currently the booth rep.
0: I am Mary Davis, and I am going into my second year with Cleveland. I am the fundraising assistant for Whitebird, and so I guess I'm the fundraising assistant for
2: Cleveland Chicken now, too. The fair has been an integral part of the Oregon community since it started in 1969, which is the same year that Whitebird Clinic was founded. This is the second year that the fair has returned since the two years that it was shut down for the pandemic. Mary, like many people who grew up in Oregon, attended the fair as a child. And Teresa grew up with lots of fairs and summer camps, giving her a deep relationship and understanding of the culture.
1: For me, it's like summer camp. I spent a lot of time uh, in my childhood going to different camps. I went to winter camps. I went to summer camps. I went to spring camps. And that's what it reminds me of, is that vibe. Um, Pre-fair is my favorite time because I get to watch the fair come to life. And it starts off completely empty when we move out. And then every day there's more people and hugs and laughter and welcome homes and you see what was once a stark empty shawl of a booth come to life with people and tapestries and flowers and paintings and art and just it's it's pretty magical.
2: Cleveland Chicken has been around for almost as long as Oregon Country Fair and White Bird Clinic and originally it was started to feed the volunteers who do crisis intervention with rock medicine for the fair and then they began to just cook a little extra for the fairgoers to raise funds for the clinic.
1: So we're keeping with tradition and we sell chicken quarters, um, a four quarter, which is a breast and a wing or a hind quarter, which is a leg and a thigh. We also have Zenner's chicken sausage with sun-dried tomato and basil. And then we also sell watermelon, corn and rolls uh, each protein is available as a dinner, or you can have it a la carte. And we also serve a watermelon and lime agua fresca.
2: Over 50 years in, Cleveland Chicken continues to evolve every year. Mary and the POS system are the most recent additions. Why did you start working with Cleveland Chicken? Ooh, Well,
0: I have a history of working at another friend's food booth at Oregon Country Fair. and. Have worked in the food service industry and gone to fair. And then I got hired at White Bird to be the fundraising assistant. And Cleveland Chicken is technically a fundraiser for White Bird. Yet they have never really had someone out there um, from that position, like helping do stuff. And so this last year, I got invited to go, which was awesome. I felt really lucky to be invited. And I initiated us getting an iPad and like a Squarespace all set up so that we were able to run credit cards out there. Um, And so that was basically my whole role this last year was just running around, making sure we had Wi-Fi, making sure the iPad was charged, showing people how to use it. Um, And by doing that, we actually got brought in an extra 10K, which was awesome. And so they invited me back again.
1: Being able to bring Mary on board um, last year was such an incredible contribution to that. The ability to have a POS system out there and be connected to the internet, be able to take credit cards was just so invaluable to us. And so having Mary's skills out there is is a a great boost for us and and making sure that we every year we go into it saying you know this is going to be the best fair ever and it turns out to be so but then next year we're going to say the same thing and next year will be the best fair ever and i'm sure mary's contributions are going to make such a huge difference for us this year we know better now um how to utilize the program. Uh, you know, got through all of our little hiccups. And so I just, I'm really excited to see what this year brings.
0: I want to add too, because it's not just my goal to make money, but I, I feel very lucky that I get to use like this weird conglomeration of my life experiences and work experiences that I've had. It, like this position for me is so perfectly created for who I am. And so I am just there running the POS. That's my main thing. That was my main contribution, but also I'm there to make everybody's life easier. Like I literally am the person who people can come to at any point and be like, something's wrong with the counter or like we need to break someone. Or if Teresa needs help with something, like I've worked in restaurants forever and then I've done fundraising now for quite a while. So I do end up, being out there with the mindset, like I am here just to be whatever you need me to be. Um, and so that's kind of my mindset too. When I'm out there, I'm like, I am helping.
1: Uh, um, absolutely, I Yeah, yeah. I, absolutely. It's such a, it's so incredible to see all these people come together and they might only see each other once a year, but they all come together in service. And that's such a powerful thing to be a, a part of and everyone that's a part of it contributes their own magic that makes it all happen and it makes it worthwhile and, and the days can be hot and long sometimes, but it's so worth it. And it's so worth it to be able to give back to our community.
2: Teresa has been involved with the fundraiser for the past 14 years.
1: I started... um the same way that everyone else does here at the clinic. I uh, took the new volunteer training, had friends who worked here and they just thought I, I would enjoy it and that I would be a good fit. And on a very dark night, sitting in the front room, uh, Norman, who at that time, Norman and Dee were the buck stoppers for Cleveland Chicken. Norman comes in and it's, we're close to closing. And he sits down and he wheels a chair super close to me and he goes, "Tell me what you know about barbecue." And not gonna lie, Norman scared the hell out of me because I didn't I didn't know him and he was just this mysterious ethereal figure that I would see around the clinic every now and again. So I was like, "I what do you want to know? Like, it's good. Like, I like it." And um, so he asked me about my family's background and I told him and he was like, okay, well, this is what you're gonna do. So I ended up my very first year working the grill and I loved it. I loved it. I loved the idea behind it. I love just the fair has to come to me, you know? So the view is just, it's fantastic. I get to see all the costumes and the parades and I get to hear all the music and I get to barbecue at the
2: same time, so. After a childhood of working barbecue at fairs, festivals, and other events with her family, Teresa has gracefully stepped into the lead role at Cleveland Chicken.
1: Quite a few years, my folks had a a tri-tip barbecue booth, and we worked um, Renaissance fairs. We did uh, select powwows that we were invited to, where we served um, buffalo burgers and buffalo ribs, we did Cherokee Lakes. Um, we also worked a couple uh, Tri County events um, down in Bishop, California. And then they also had something called Mule Days, which was a week long event centered around mules, parades, and rodeos, and um, pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, you learn to. Either really love the sound or hate the sound of braying mules. You know. Yeah, uh, if you were lucky, you could get the the mules to go along with the whatever band was playing. So somebody, there'd be this band just rocking their little hearts out, and then in the middle of it, hear a,
2: which
1: is <laughs> pretty awesome.
2: <laughs> Wow. That sounds lovely. <laughs> <I'm> very curious, <laughs> but yeah, maybe only for like one day and then I might get a whole time. Yeah. Five days is a
1: little much, but um, it was a great time in my life. I loved working with my family and there's, you know, it was hard work, but there's so much that I miss about it. You know, there's something to be said, work into, you know, 16 18 hour a day with your siblings and your parents. And then, we shared the same tents we spent weeks on end with each other and i, I miss that and that's something that um cleveland has very generously gifted back to me by inviting me along and then um allowing me to be of service for so long and now i'm the booth rep and uh, i get to direct the show, and it's really exciting. It's such an important event for me every year.
2: All profits from Cleveland Chicken go right back into direct service for the community.
1: So we start off with a budget every year, um, and we have to factor in the uh, amount of construction that we have to do because the booth is, it's a permanent structure there, and it's been around for a long time and often needs refreshers and updates and we also want to be current with the county so we get our budget set and then we set a goal of um, the highest amount we can possibly bring in because a hundred percent of that goes back into client services so once we're able to settle the books for the cost of food our booth fees and any repairs that had to be done for the booth as well as equipment replacement Um, in the holiday farm fire, we did lose some pretty significant equipment uh, in the fire. And so we've been working these past two years to get that replaced. And once that's all said and done, um, I'm hoping that we'll be able to free and clearly hand over, you know, at least $20,000 back to the clinic that will go into direct client services. And that means things like Socks and uh, sleeping bags and uh, warm, warm or cold weather gear, um, the ability to assist folks who might need uh, a denturist. OHP used to not cover dentures and a majority of our, our profit would go to our dental clinic to help support that. Now they do but they only cover it every 10 years. So if you have a partial or a denture that breaks, you're kind of out of luck until that next 10 year cycle. So that allows us to contribute to repairs or even replacement if need be.
0: I think it's worth mentioning too that Oregon country fair itself is a 501 three C that originally started out as a Ren Fair fundraiser for um, the Waldorf School with the Kesey family and Nancy's Yogurt and with Whitebird growing up with them. So there are booths that are there to make money, but um, Country Fair itself started as a fundraiser and as a nonprofit. So for them to host people like us where we can come and do that kind of fundraising is such a cool partnership that's existed for 50 years now, and that's just, like, such a beautiful, unique collaboration. I always love that story. Like, they just grew up together, you know.
1: Absolutely, and, you know, they have their, um, their own, uh, Jill Hyman Fund, which Whitebird has been the recipient of before that, um, gives funding to, uh various agencies and services uh around town and this year they're focusing on um gifting environmental groups and there's some pretty amazing folks that are going to be receiving funds from the uh joe heineman fund one of them being community supported shelters that will be able to put in gardens which is incredible for their residents to use so it is You know, it's very symbiotic and very loving to be able to support our community in in this way, but also to be supported. Phoenix Rising is the other nonprofit food booth at the Oregon Country Fair, and we have a very close um, relationship with those folks. Uh, You know, it's always six degrees of separation when you're in Eugene. And so there are some folks that are tied with Rock Med, um in that, but that Phoenix Rising is celebrating its 50th birthday with the Oregon Country Fair this year. So we're really excited to be able to support them as well.
2: Cleveland Chicken can be found at the permanent structure at booth 960 next to W.C. Fields Memorial Stage off 13th and Strawberry Lane.
1: Um, I have a great support team. I do. I have... Dee and her partner, Jer, and Dee's son, uh, Damian, is still very active with the booth. I have my husband, Travis, who is just fantastic. And then everybody that volunteers. It, none of this could happen without them. It just, it would not be as successful. It wouldn't be as fun, you know, for as stressful as it is. It's a great time. It's a great time. Everybody has a common goal. Everybody there is there to raise these funds, to provide support, to really just show how much they value our community, all members of our community, housed and unhoused. We are a community first and foremost. So much has happened in, in our world. I was just talking to somebody the other day about this the things that we've seen. You know, when you reflect on older members of your family, you think about the things that they saw in their lifetime. And now I'm doing that myself, you know, and I think about all of the things that I've seen and how much has changed in, in our lifetime. And, and there's been some really scary things you know that have happened, that things that, that nobody ever expected, right? But what keeps one foot in front of the other for me is it is my desire for community service and to surround myself with people who have that same, same tendency. They have that same, same desire. And I, I look out and I, I see a a stronger community for the things that have happened.
2: Rock Medicine is another program that was also made up of the founders of Wiperd Clinic back in the day and they still have a strong relationship with the Cleveland chicken folks. This is a conversation that I had with Ren Arrington around April of 2021 about Rock Medicine.
3: Uh, Well, Rock Medicine or Rock Med as we have come to just call it for short is a special event uh, medical and crisis intervention response team that works for Whitford clinic at special events around the state of Oregon. We provide services all the way from a small pop-up first stage station at little community neighborhood gatherings, all the way up to large scale festivals and concerts with hundreds of thousands of people. And we ramp up and scale down based on the needs of the event. But one of the things that makes our service unique is the crisis intervention component that we also bring with us. Half of our team are medical personnel, professional doctors, nurses, EMTs, people like that, and the other half of our team are what we call crisis workers. And they are people that are trained in crisis intervention, de escalation of situations, uh, social workers, mental health workers, counselors. People come from that walk of life that do deal with the emotional and uh, mental health of the person. And we have found over the years that that is a model that we really endorse to. Make sure that we attend to both the physical and the more emotional or mental aspects of a person or a situation that we're providing service to.
1: So, uh, Rock Medicine will be providing the medical and crisis services as they've had as they have for uh, a little over fifty years now uh, with the fair. T- pretty, pretty close to the, to the, um, same birthdays and they, um, have, were able to open uh, a couple years ago, uh, what they call Little Wing. So there is an, another, um, outpost in, um, uh, the new Zamanadu field, which is awesome because now there's two, uh, two clinics that they can run teams out of, um, and have, you know, even greater response times and be able to provide services to a lot more folks. I think they're expecting somewhere around 280 volunteers that will be in service of, of RockMed this year, which is really exciting. And uh, Cleveland Chicken hosts a thank you dinner for those volunteers, which we will be doing um, on Thursday before a fair opens this year and uh, we'll be serving them tacos
2: Rock medicine provides substance and mental health-related crisis intervention and de-escalation if you' are looking for rock medicine at the fair just look for the folks with the yellow shirts and big red medical crosses on them mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to Whitebird Mutual Aid with my guests for the day, Mary and Teresa. If you happen to go to country fair, you're welcome to treat yourself to some Cleveland chicken and say hi to Mary and Teresa. That is June 7th, 8th, and 9th of 2023. As always, if you have any questions or comments about today's show, please reach out to me at whitebirdmutualaid@gmail.com. at gmail.com. I'm Hannah Francis.